Ask me about my wiener. Jorg. Got the Torg Torgerson. Remember the old Playboys with the landing strip? The you would have to. I'm sure they asked someone or like said, what do you think I should do with the landing strip? Yeah. Elliot. Hello, Jerry. One time right? I was trimming and I tried uh, to do the male version of the landing. It just looked like Hitler's mustache. <laughs> like Hitler with a big nose. That's called a penis. Uh, I like you guys because every radio show I get booked on, I, you know, they're like, don't be vulgar. And you guys are vulgar too. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. It does. Oh, my Monday does penis. look like Hitler with a big nose. With a big nose, yes. <laughs> or a small nose. A little trim gone awry. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, boys. Back, a little short week. I like it. I do, too. Do we have no giveaways this week? Is that what I... You never know, because we always get wrong dates and... I don't think... I think all of our giveaways will be for the Breakfast Club, and of course, we've got the concert announcement tomorrow. We do. Okay. What time is that? Eight o'clock. Oh, thank God they let it do it. Eastern time, Torque. Yeah, Yeah, Eastern time. Eastern time. (laughs) Eight o'clock, eight o'clock, yes. Or eat o'clock. Eight (laughs) o'clock. Eight o'clock. I like that. I do, too. It's made of chocolate, yes. Had a couple bowls of chili yesterday, a little early in the season. For- no, it's not. No, but no, no, boy, no, no. Good. How you doing? How's your gas? Yeah, all good. All yeah, good. That's funny. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm making bean soup this week with ham hocks and everything. So, yeah, that, uh, it's going to be the same thing. A little beanie. Now, Torg, you went out uh, Friday night. How was your uh, experience at the top? Oh, I yeah. Don't, I don't want to say anything mean. Oh, ho, 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 it didn't measure. I haven't been in years. Did not shrinkflation, did not measure up. Okay. Still mm. expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> but it was charging. good people, good time, good time. Uh-huh. So, you know what? All in all, a good night. A good evening. It's just the food didn't add up. Okay. But a great time. Fair enough. Good steak, good. Not saying bad. Just not saying great. Yeah, because they were always known for the size of their steaks. Oh, and not anymore. Baked dude. potatoes. No, not anymore. Yeah. You could fit a baked huge. potato, a broccoli, and your steak on the same plate. On the same plate. Oh, yeah. Wow. They don't do serve it like that, but you could you could fit it. Right, right. And then two, hate to say it, but when you're drinking, you shouldn't have to get up and go to the bar when you're eating to go get drinks. Yeah, and it's not like we were unusual. pounding, and it was busy, but still. Yeah, if people are drinking, that's your money maker. Yeah, yeah. Make sure the drinks are full. My buddy hit Jeff Ruby's on Friday and sent me a couple photos of the stuff that he got there. The steak they got the seafood tower. He was telling yeah, me that, that they're yeah. famous for that. They're oh, famous. That'll for cost that. you some. That's a couple oh, hundred it was crazy. or more. It is. That'll cost you pre-cracked crab legs. That's the way to do it. Yeah, the uh, the tower there is very famous. I think Ruby's the champ. Uh, yeah, Ruby's probably. Got the belt. Probably. Yep. Ruby's got the belt. Locally speaking, yeah. Yep, and your ACC champion might be Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I yeah maybe. Yeah. But what's the, the uh, new Cameron Steakhouse? Doesn't he have a new one? Hmm? I thought he opened a new the Avenue. That's been open uh, for yeah, five years. Yeah. Oh, it has. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that rank up there? Uh, steadily, yeah, it's good. It's good, consistent, consistently good. Yeah. Now, is the Avenue is that in Dublin? A, it's not. A, well, they're all. They're, I think oh. there's three or four here. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's not. Uh, it's like the Pearl. Gotcha. Um, 
it's not like an event like Jeff Ruby's would be. Gotcha. You know, a special occasion. The avenue is pretty much, uh, it's like a great stakes in a tavern type setting. I'd say top over the Pearl last time I was there. Well, the Pearl is seafood. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Top over the Pearl. Now, I haven't been down to Cameron's new uh, Cento down there in the village. That's a high-end But the Pearl did throw us out, Jerry, so they get bonus points. The Pearl, they yeah, did. Yeah, well, they threw us out. Was, so that's, and that's it wasn't bonus even points. late. Remember no, that? It, it was like 11 something. They get bonus points for throwing us out. What well, did you do to get, or they were just closing, closing and it was time to go? And yeah. they said, get out. And then we me said, and Jerry tried on. to get a shot said, at the come bar. Come on. Like behind their back. Yeah. We just went directly to the bartender and they got really mad. Like, get out now. Our, our wives were waiting outside for the cars in there. Like, get out. You know, then they got angry. you know oddly enough i closed down the top too like and they were kind of hint hint yeah things close early yeah they really do everybody closes early that's a pandemic thing yeah i think it's all who you go with we had both times i had good people you get good people you have a good time right Uh, you could have you could serve mcdonald's and have a good time and you get my wife drove Get a little drinky drink at the end. Some last second tequila shots. Oh, good. <laughs> get you going. Get you feeling good. Then my wife passed out like two. We get home. To, I shouldn't say passed out, but went to bed like two minutes. I'm like brushing my teeth, and then she's sawing logs. Like out. It's like, all right. Fridays are tough to go out yep. on. Yeah. Long days. Yep. Looks like I'm going downstairs and. Drinking, hitting the bar. <laughs> Watching uh, the late game. Yeah. Didn't see any football on Saturday. Not a lick. Not one game. Oh, full slate for me. Not one game, yeah. Yesterday and, a little bit. And Sunday, too. The Browns, 7-3. and three. Yeah, I got to stay off Twitter because Browns fans are not right in their minds. Because even if the game's close, even if they win, they want to fire Kevin Stefanski and act not – they don't act like <laughs> lunatic Michigan fan, like how they are acting, but – Trust me, they're riding shotgun. It's all fans, Torg. Yeah, no, not teams. like those. No, did they sign uh, Flacco. Yeah, not they yet. did. Is no, it, they did this morning or late squad? last night. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw Flacco sign with two sign with the Browns. I don't think they wanted to give him a game check. Kind of one of those things. Well, that kid yesterday didn't look too bad, but he didn't go downfield much, huh? He just got to play that way, though, to win. A little dink and dunk, yeah. You got to play defense and let your defense win. Right. That's how their game plan's got to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with winning close games when you're all banged up. And uh, the Vikings last night didn't stay up for it. I lost my mind. This is the first time I've lost my mind since all season. I mean, Jerry, I lost it. Like every my kid was there, I said sorry, Jake, and every word was a swear word. Was it a controversial <laughs> ending? No, or? They, they controlled the game for fifty nine minutes. I mean, controlled, never in doubt. And then they just let the Broncos go right down the field, score, and then when the Vikings got the ball, just they were going. They completed a third down of twenty. They were getting in field goal range to win, and just stupid, stupid, stupid. Oh. just intentional grounding. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know, take the sack. Just stupid. I just lost it. I mean, I lost my mind. If mm. I would have had something, I would have thrown it. At the, well, probably not, but I got a big TV down there. Yeah, man. Don't, don't hurt your TV. I had a pillow I threw across the You're going to need it this room. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I lost it, man. I even texted my All kids right. when they went to bed, said, sorry, Daddy just lost his mind. 
Didn't mean to, but man, it just gets frustrating. 59 minutes of just domination sure. to give it away. Sure. Like handing it. You're yeah, handing it yeah, to a bad yeah. team. And Denver's not good. That's the frustrating yeah, part. Yeah, right. I bet you the Lions, if they would have lost, the Lion fans would have been mad. Goff. I the guess Bears. that first he half, I didn't get it yeah. here. I didn't get to see it. Not good. Last, They pulled it out in the last minute. But he has that tendency. Let's not forget, yeah, before right. he went to the Lions, there's a reason why he was a throw into a trade. But did you see Stafford? Bad. I watched Goff the end of that game. better than Stafford. Oh, Goff right now, yes. better than Stafford. Absolutely. Lions got the better end of that trade. No, they didn't. Oh, yeah, they did. Rams won a Super Bowl. I know. Rams got the better I of the know. trade. Yeah, but they're going to go off so much younger. But unless the Lions win a Super Bowl, the Rams got the the whole idea yeah, is to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, was to win a Super Bowl. It's actually one yeah. of the weird right. ones that worked could, out for yeah. both. You could talk about talent. You could say, hey, Goff's going to be our quarterback for 10 years, so I feel good <laughs> about the deal. But they got a Super Bowl. But Stafford brought him a Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's all true. that matters. I would sell my, like, two fingers for a Super Bowl. Like, what would be your going rate? I might get you rid of You take one Super Bowl and then five years of suck? No, I mean, I'm over... talking body part. I'm talking like a pinky. At least a few toes. Yeah. For they a can Super go. Bowl? Yeah. Really? I would take a fingernail for a win against Michigan this weekend. Wow. Like you just pull it, you could pull it with pliers. Oh, good lord! And not numb me up. Well, I've lost toes, toenails like that, so I can handle it. Uh, <laughs> I would actually go fingernail and well, toenail. We need a nine thirty break at the breakfast club. So. <laughs> you want to do it? <laughs> uh, so we're gonna have a bunch of people on this week. Speaking of which, did uh, Krenzel is beat Michigan and Joe Clatt? Yeah, it's going to be really good if you can. We only had two hundred spaces. I don't so think it's sold the majority out though, of people will be listening. I think you could still. And you're going to want to tune in with yeah. Joel Klatt and Krenzel, and yeah, a couple other possibilities. I it's going to be good. Today might be your last. This morning, I don't have a count though. QFM96.com chance to win. And the cool thing is, Christy, you mentioned concert tickets. Uh huh. We even more. We got a pair of Hagar tickets from last week. Oh yeah, that's right. We're going to give away. We yeah. have tons of, like, tons of stuff. Too much stuff. It's great. Oh, we I, could ever have enough. I hope everybody's a winner. Everybody's a winner, except for Michigan fans. Did the uh, did the Thanksgiving uh, plans, you're, you've got a house full this week, right? House full. Mm. Yeah, I don't have anybody till Wednesday, but I got people Wednesday. We're going to be full all weekend. Yeah, we got people switching rooms and... Mm-hmm. Moving around, yeah, that's where we're at too. Sacrifices right. and sleeping on floors, and so we'll be a full house for Thanksgiving. But then Christmas looking pretty quiet, really. Yeah, because everybody goes every other year. So oh. it's, it's the year for Thanksgiving this year, and I at my place, and then they'll be at her place on uh, Christmas. So it's going to be pretty quiet at Christmas. Some people move on Christmas. My grandparents on Christmas because everybody was out. They would go house to house to house. Oh, they we would did go that. To every kid's house. That yeah. was Thanksgiving for us. Oh, was it? Yeah, you'd, you'd stop here, stop there, stop at this aunt's, this great aunt's. Making I think the that's rounds. That's the way to go, Jerry. So you come and visit the little Torgerson kids. Go to Christie's house. <laughs> go to <laughs> Rich's house. I live by Rich. I live by Rich. Come on, drop Uncle in Jerry. like Santa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, Chevy in. Chase movie. Yeah, come on in, Jerry. Bring some Lego sets for the kids. You're good. A Teddy Ruxpin for 
Rich's daughter. There you go. Uh, so today, what do we got? I know Steve Hellwigan's going to join yeah, us, right? Yeah, he's always good. Thanks for setting that up, by the way. That was a last-minute addition. No, Seven, Rich did that. 740, Steve Hellwagon. Yep, and Mr. Skin. Holiday boobs. And the skin. We should holiday ask boobs. about holiday boobs. Jingle boobs. I'm sorry. No, jingle boobs. Turkey breasts. Yeah. We're going to talk turkey ah. breasts with Mr. Skin. And I have that question on the movie The Change Up. Was it The Change Up I watched with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Jason Bateman? Yes. And the wife. So do you know who Judd Apatow is, right? Yes. yes. His wife is an actress. Right. Fake, really prosthetic fake. Like, I think she wore a bodysuit fake. Right, right. But Olivia Wilde was in that. Show inside with Nip, and I want to know if that's real. Oh. Like, because she's on top of Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Was it real? Got it. We got questions. Saw two action movies over the weekend. The first one, so bad it was good. Guys, The Rock, maybe the worst of all. <laughs> well, but no, he's so likable. I would say Vin Diesel. Yes, he yeah, is. He's so likable. Have you seen the remake of Walking Tall with The Rock? Yes. It's Roadhouse. That's his first movie. Yeah. 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 Laugh out yes. loud, good, bad. Cheese yeah, that's that, it, you're right. It's Roadhouse. Yes. All the dialogue in that was just the high, great. That's the one with the high school girlfriend, right? Comes back, the she, high school girlfriend. Uh, yes, yeah, right, yeah, okay, right, yeah, I've right, seen that one. Right. The, I saw that in the theaters. Beats up people with a two by four. <laughs> Just great dialogue. And then that Denzel uh, equalizer. Eh. Yeah. The looks first like, one? Like, no, no. The, the, the third one, I believe. Uh, okay. The latest, the most recent Okay, because I've only seen one and two. Denzel showing his age as we all are. Mm-hmm. I get it. But it felt like they made it in a hurry. Oh, ever watch yeah. one of those movies where it just seems they look like they kind of, it seems kind of put together in a hurry. Well, that's what it they said about. It was not about, done very well. So they said about the, you know, the Marvel movies crashing, right? Yeah. And they said that the director at the Marvel movie had another movie, so they stopped and the director went to start filming the other movie and they needed to do like three weeks. It needed to extend to three weeks and the director couldn't do it. And was kind of directing on site, and that's what they blame Marvel for. Is because ah, the director sure, had another sure. gig, the it went over, and they say a lot of plot in the storyline. Well, at least that's what they're blaming the box office failure for. Right, right. They didn't develop the character because the director left. So sometimes it might be like scheduling. Maybe an actor has another. And, like, maybe Denzel said, all yeah. right, I'll give you three months, but after three months, I got to go do this. And that was good action, but it was all these stereotypical, uh, all the bad guys. And, yeah, it just wasn't done Were well. they Europeans? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how they portray yeah. the dirty Eastern Euro and, yeah. They can't be Ukrainian. They got to be yeah, Russians it was, now. It was bad. Yep. Hans Gruber can't be Germans. They're our allies. Yeah. They do that now. I read an article. I, boy, I can't remember where it was, but I read an article on how identity villains, where it movies have to change their villains because of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like if you have a certain villain and it doesn't right, fit right, right, oh, it can't be a Ukrainian villain. We got to change it to a Russian villain. Yeah. Oh, we can't have that type of villain. We got to change it. Super weird. Yeah, and for a while there, they've toned down on the anti-Arab uh-huh. villains. That Can't was, do that. That was very prevalent there for a while. Because they're not terrorists. No, no. No, not at all. Majority aren't. No. 
overwhelmingly. But you could make them a Hamas but the, terrorist. Uh, yeah, or with every protest. I guess. I don't know. Or with every protest. I don't know. Boy, you hear, uh, we go to break here, but I'm reading stuff on how terrifying the New York stuff has been. Yeah, uh, it's pro Hamas. Yeah, it's, Palestine. it's pretty bad. My youngest yeah. lives there. He's coming in. Uh, I'll, I'll get the full story from him this weekend. But hard for people to even maneuver around, and you can hear the yeah. chants, the video. I saw some videos on TikTok of people, and you hear them coming their way, and they're coming your way. You heard about the UFC bus, right? Uh, no. There's after a UFC fight, and they started to slash the tires and beat down the UFC bus. And the UFC guys were like, remain calm because we need to save our energy to kick these guys' ass. So that's kind of what they were doing. They were remaining calm, but they were remaining calm. Like, hey, we're going to have to get violent here. So let's chill out, not go out right away because we're going to have to kick some ass. What a mess. And they never did. But, yeah, they slashed the tires and started screwing with the bus and all the UFC Uh. fighters. Rogan told the story. Said, yeah, they were ready to go, and some of them wanted to go out now, and they were all trying to, no, 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 don't get tensed up now, calm down, and then we'll just crush them. Then we're going to go out yeah, there right, and right, right. beat up people, which they never and did. And it didn't come to that. No, but thank could God. you imagine? Yeah, wrong bus. Yeah, they were describing they the, the crowd. Wrong, all the buses in New York City, they picked the <laughs> yeah. one they shouldn't have. They were describing the, the rioters of like 100 pounds you know, soaking wet, like looking at him, yeah, eyeing him up going. Typical protester. Yeah, yeah we, right. we're going to go through these guys pretty fast. <laughs> and then they're also talking about who's funding it, too, because it looks professional. Yes, Some, it looks correct. figuring out who's funding all this crap. It's kind too. of BLM all over again, a lot of it, those protests. It really yeah. is. But we'll do a little Michael Evans. We'll find out what Michael Evans thought of some movies. We'll hear the replay next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingandCooling.com. Got clouds today with a high 51, uh, rain likely overnight, a low 43, and breezy for Tuesday, rain likely, and a high 55. It is 39 right now. So Texas Roadhouse and Bubba's, they've announced that a lot of the Ohio locations, in fact, most uh, the Texas Roadhouse locations here in central Ohio going to be hosting a fundraiser today to support the families that were impacted by that Tuscarora's Valley school charter bus crash last week. The restaurant company stated that 100 percent of the partici- uh, the locations taking part, uh, their profits from three this afternoon till 10 o'clock tonight will be given to the TV Strong organization. Oh, good for them. Man. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty special. Uh, the Carter Center announced yesterday afternoon former First Lady Rosalind Carter passed at the age of 96. It was announced just on Friday that she had entered home hospice care. Tributes began to pour in with the first one being from her husband, saying in a statement, Rosalind was my equal partner in everything I ever accomplished. Now, the Carters, they just celebrated their 77th yeah. wedding anniversary in July, which officially makes theirs the longest lasting presidential marriage in the nation's history. Yeah, I don't know how much longer he has. I no, mean, he's 99. Yeah. Now, yeah. they say she redefined the role of first lady. In, in yes. what way was that? That she was involved? She a, she's Very the involved. She was the first one to have an office she and a was staff. Invo- okay. She championed mental okay. health. Yeah. She's the one who brought up mental health issues and, you know, just a humanitarian. Through and I and think a lot of presi- uh, presidential, a lot of first ladies, uh, maybe not like Laura Bush, well, Joe Biden, definitely, right? Yeah. Michelle Obama. 
Uh, how much did Barbara Bush do? I don't think Laura Bush did a lot, like meaning day to day. Right. Uh, and I don't think Melania did. She didn't want to. Yeah. But uh, they all have their thing. I think Laura Bush was like reading. They all have well, their Well, yes. I think thing. you adopt that. But basically, yes. you're reading books in elementary yes, school. But some to kids are and, involved. Yeah, right. I think Jill is way involved, really right. involved. You Hillary. need. Yeah. Yeah, Jill is Dr. Jill, definitely. Is. Absolutely. Yeah. So last week, did you uh, did you hear what Snoop Dogg had announced on social media? It did a crash to stock. Yep, giving up the smoke. Shock waves are still being felt in the world of weed stock. Stock prices of a number of cannabis related businesses took hits after the news that Snoop would no longer be taking hits. Global X Cannabis ETF. Open 1.5% lower on Friday, and Aurora Cannabis Inc. also reported an initial drop in stock following the rapper's revelation. QFM 96 Kemba, financial credit union traffic. Accident-free, not looking bad so far on your Monday morning. And it's brought to you by AAA. This holiday season, give your loved ones the gift that protects them all year long. Right now, new AAA memberships are only $49. So give them a year's worth of joy with a AAA membership. Uh, visit AAA.com slash gift. All right, here you go with some cuts on your Monday's Hot 5. Didn't I tell you last week, Browns fans, not to worry? Don't worry! Snap. Hopkins sweeps the leg. It's perfect! Cleveland takes the lead. Sweep the leg, just like a karate kid. That kid, uh, that kicker, he's had a couple of last-second wins yeah. like that. Yeah, Sweep the right leg, on. man, and now you're 7-3 and three and you're a half game back, 5-1 right. and one at home. I told you, Browns fans just panic. It's, no, relax. You're going to make the playoffs. Heck, you might win the division. Oh, it'll be interesting to see. Good for them. Yeah, it's absolutely. Uh, clip number- but it's almost like they can't enjoy something. It's got to be miserable. And then they enjoy it. You know He's what I mean? Waiting for the wheels to fall off. But why can't you enjoy why the ride? Why can't you enjoy you, the seven you, and three, man? You enjoy the seven and three, but no, you, you just guys know. Don't. And then Nick Chubb goes out, and just something bad always happens. It's always there. No, yeah, but I, right now you're seven and three. I kind of relate to that mentality because I'm waiting for that to happen to, to uh, Detroit. Yeah, the, the ball's going to drop and at yeah, some point. It's like, wow. Well, Michigan's just, coming Saturday. That's so. just years of uh, losing. Yeah, you guys are going to go down hard. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> What's the if, line if, on that Saturday? If you guys have any coaches left. Buckeyes are, uh, well, evidently this team doesn't need coaches. Huh. Yeah, that just yeah. kind of shows you what Harbaugh, how useful Harbaugh is. You could uh, you could see sat last Saturday they they missed Harbo on the sidelines. That yeah, I didn't was, that was I a only, little closer than need be from what I. I turned it off. I had seventeen the, to three. The radio. I only heard the last. Or sixteen six was sixteen to three. So. Seventeen yeah, to three. Shrill Moore did get through his game day appearance without crying though. Exactly. So it's progress. Uh, yes. That's, That's a, a win. Good start. They should give him an extra win for that. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Colbert announced uh, his special guest appearance last uh, or for for tonight, but he announced it Friday night. Listen to this. I am so happy to say I will be joined right there in that chair by a man who is no stranger to the Ed Sullivan Theater, though I know for a fact he has not been here for eight and a half years because my guest will be Mr. David Letterman. Santa Claus himself showing up. Aww. Can he take over the show? Then I'd really be excited. Can uh, he yes, take the show right. again? Switch seats. Yeah. He'll even have you on as a guest every now and then, Stephen Colbert. 
I always thought Letterman, you know, the beard, I get it. You retire. You want to change everything up. He's he's rocking that beard. He he's, is. He's all in on that thing. He's Santa Claus. Yeah. Cut number three. Well, we'll get you ready for the Beat Michigan Breakfast Club Wednesday. We'll get you ready for the game Saturday because the Buckeyes absolutely destroyed Minnesota. Minnesota, but a little bit of space down there. Quick throw. It's Harrison on the slant. Touchdown, Ohio State. Travion Henderson bounces it outside. Henderson, off he goes. Third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear. Henderson is gone. Touchdown, Ohio State. No flags. Is Ohio State plus six and a half? Is that what I'm reading? Uh, yeah, something like that. Plus oh. six on draft. Boy, days. get yeah. on. Give me some of that. Henderson could be the difference maker come Saturday. I, I yeah. agree. Although Michigan's got Corum back. He didn't play last year. Yeah, and he lost his business so he could be motivated. Corum could be uh, motivated. motivated. Yeah, lost that week. business. <laughs> I don't know that? that story. What happened? Uh, the vacuum. He has a business? He had a business with Connor Stallions. The and then he realized it was all coming down, so they ended the business on Friday. Was it Thursday I or Friday? I didn't hear that. What is yeah. that? A, a vacuum Jerry, business? I don't want to argue like what last would week, they do? but there's a lot of dirty stuff going on. They were selling yeah, vacuum cleaners. He was a partner in a vacuum. They were selling vacuum, vacuum yeah. cleaners. Wow. Door to door odd. with Kirby. Yeah. Are you <laughs> cheeseburgers, selling vacuum cleaners. What the hell is going Cleaning on Cleaning computers. There? <laughs> it's like the, the mafia up there. Vacuum cleaners? No, not like the mafia, because the mafia would whack all the witnesses. <laughs> uh, clip number four. Now, this is an odd cut, Kemper. Listen to this. Getty Lee, if you had to guess, his highest charting song. And it's not with Rush. He did a 1981 comedy album where he contributed. Here he is being asked about it at that talk up in Cleveland, and then a little clip of the cut. The highest charting single that you've ever sung on. Take off, eh? Exactly. <laughs> With Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's right. Do you resent that? That that's your No, I love single? it. I love it. My life in comedy. Getty Lee is here from Rush. Hi, Getty. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother Doug. How's it going, Getty? Oh, it's going pretty good. Good day, eh? Good, good day. Good day. <laughs> oh, take off. God, that song was uh, huge. 1981, Getty Lee. That when he could hit those notes like that, that he was could. so good. He could. He's awesome. Hey, Rich, where'd you get six and a half? I'm getting three and a half on FanDuel and MGM. Uh, DraftKings. Oh, okay. DraftKings, Ohio State plus six, and FanDuel hasn't been. Aren't they ranked second in the nation? Yeah. And, and yeah, they're getting AP. they're the dog. Yeah. Wow. That'll come down. Oh yeah. When all the other books, you better get on that pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, bet it today if you're going to bet, because it may come down. Or listen to my spot later. We might have a deal for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. Then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Cut number five. Now, check this out. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Everything's going great. And there has to be some more clarity in people understanding all that this president did, whether it's about the economy, the environment, cost of prescription drugs. The list goes on and on. And... Uh, that message has to be out there, too, as evidence of what more needs to be done. And he proves that he can get it done. It is out there. The media is pushing that. It is out there. I saw this weekend where they said the cost of everything on general, food and everything like that, insurance, gas, add everything in, 
up 18% since he's been president. Wages down 3%. So there's a 21% switch in how you live your day-to-day life. How many people can continue to do that? I can't continue. And I'm not endorsing a man who sits on the toilet and tweets 30 times. I'm just saying in general, how much longer can you sustain what you have? Yeah. And like you can't do that much longer. Right. And what's the security what's the security that I have that it's gonna get better? Or is it gonna get worse? Eighteen percent more. You, you always hear it goes up, down a little bit, and you okay, so it's thirteen dollars more at the grocery or eighteen today, currently, it is shocking at the grocery store checking out how little you have. Yep. I was at two twenty eight and I barely got anything. Yep. And no, restaurants no. and forty five of that was a bottle of bourbon. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> but that bottle of bourbon so, was twenty bucks we'll, last we'll year. We'll knock that off and say it was one hundred and eighty bucks. Good. Well, Lord. beer's more expensive too. Everything is. Look at so your six pack. Hot. It's ten yeah. bucks. It was like right. five ninety nine right. a couple years ago. Now it's ten bucks. A twelve pack used to be ten bucks. And a case for it used to be seventeen ninety nine. It was twenty four ninety nine. Right. Yeah. Everything's and it's not going to go back down. I don't know. Maybe someone's got a magic. Wand or something, and be be prepared for gas prices for this uh, this week. Yeah, you know? I just think it's non bias here. I don't care. I think they're all scumbags. But you would think the message would be: here's my plan to fix it, not treating us like we're stupid and telling us everything's all right and great, because it's not great. When you tell people things are great and they're not great, you sound like a d bag. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. You sound out of touch. You should say, hey. Things are bad. We got out of the pandemic. Here's how I'm going to fix it. You don't tell me things are great when, you know, Jerry's spending 45 bucks for his bottle of Boone's Farm. That's what you got, right? <laughs> That's your hot And five. he's getting that so that he can stomach the price of the groceries. Yes. Days. <laughs> Find them on Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So the most powerful rocket ever built Blown up over the weekend in your pants. Uh, Blown up over the weekend. The second test launch of SpaceX's Starship rocket system, well, appeared to go off as planned early Saturday morning. But the rocket booster exploded in a fireball over the Gulf of Mexico after the company tried a new method of separating the booster from the rocket. Starship continued after the explosion before its signal was lost, forcing SpaceX to trigger the system software to terminate the flight. But that was by design. That was by design. He said that this is not our real launch. We're going to do several of these to make it work. Yes. Because a lot of people are saying, oh, you suck. You can't. And it's no, 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 no. They are trying to get the technology to make it work, and they're perfecting it. That's what you do. That's what they did back in the 60s when they were. Uh, yeah, in any way they could pile on Elon. What did he say over the weekend? There was some controversy. Well, because I saw he had to come out this morning and Oh, say, he did come out this morning? He did, because as of yesterday. Night, yeah, the ex, not anti-Semitic. The X accounts for Disney and ESPN, they went dark as a part of their uh, advertising pause. Uh, the advertiser backlash in response to, of course, Elon posting, you have, uh, you have said the actual truth in response to another post claiming that Jews push hatred against white people. So an ESPN X account uh, finally broke the blackout with a tweet updating followers on the status of uh, injured Florida State quarterback Jordan Travis. So advertisers like Disney, Comcast and Apple among advertisers who have pulled away from X due to the controversy. Gotcha. So we'll see. And rightfully so. Absolutely. 
You might be aware there's been a super fan of the Kansas City Chiefs who wears this wolf costume on game day. Oh, I thought it was Taylor Swift. No. Okay. Uh, and, and She may have a wolf costume. She does, but that's know. alone. Yeah. Uh, so this dude, he wears the wolf costume on game day, and he's been roaming around, robbing banks. Well, he was busted in August, and it just took a few months for ESPN to put together a documentary about the guy. That documentary titled Werewolf, The Search for Chiefsaholic debuts today on ESPN Plus, if you're so inclined to watch yeah, it. Yeah, Banks, and you're the wolf costume guy at the game. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you yeah. want to lay a little low. Yeah. Right? What a doof. I think the weirdest story is the documentary on that guy, John 316. Remember that? Oh, the, the one that would always hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a bizarre. Google's your friend, That folks. was quite a uh, sensation back in yes, the day. Yes, but his ending, the John ending. John 3, I don't know what happened to Oh, him. Google it. I don't it. know that story. Oh, yeah. you got to Google what it. What was that? Was that in the 80s, 90s? Yeah, 80s, early 90s, 70s maybe. The, in the hotel at the end. Crazy. Right. This did not go well. It's kind of sad. It is. I'm sorry. I didn't want to make anyone sad. Uh, Google clowns. I mean, Google, uh, Google puppies. Cl- puppies. Google puppies. Everybody. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, okay. puppies. No one could get mad at puppies. Hey, would you throw this away? Serious question. I got a story for I, you. I, I don't know why, why people would throw I this got away. A story. After Rush. Breaking traffic <laughs> news. So, I think... I'm pretty positive my my mother did this and then did another thing. I asked her if my year, she had my yearbooks. I had, like, all my yearbooks. I've got mine, too. And I wanted to show my kids the picture of me in the – we did, like, the basketball photos, and I forgot to wear my top, and I showed up in parachute pants. We were, like, showing up, and then there's, hey, there's one idiot showing up in parachute pants. <laughs> So I wanted to show my kids the high school picture, but I think my mom threw because I've asked her a few times, and she goes, "Oh, I'll look for it." And now it's I can't find it. So that kind of means your yearbooks are long gone. Yes, I think they're gone. Kind of your childhood thrown away. Kind of like my vinyl albums. They threw. I had every Kiss original. I would take a bus, take transfers to Minneapolis to go to Cheapo Records to find the originals. All thrown away. As a parent who loves uh, getting their kids' stuff out of the house, when you moved, why didn't you take all that? Because when I moved, I moved and I just did a carload. So when you do that, yeah, I said, hey, I'm I leaving my stuff I here. Know the feeling, yeah. And you can't do record, like a record collection like that. That means you don't have clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a small car. Because I've tossed uh, some of my kids' stuff. Have you? Well, how Went much? records. Box after. Now I'm moving your stuff from house to house. It's your stuff. <laughs> Either take it or I'm going to okay. throw it away. Good point. You gave a warning. I didn't get a warning. Yes, numerous okay, times. Yeah, you get a and warning. And I didn't throw anything really yeah. valuable well, or good away. As long as you away. give a warning, that's on right. that. And I would have never thrown vinyl away. Yeah, or... You ever throw a person away? A person? I think my mom threw my dad away. Oh, in an urn. Yeah. So when he, oh. he passed away, <laughs> my mom asked me to throw him away. And I said, what are you doing? She goes, well, I don't want it around. She didn't want the ashes. Yeah, the, the go, urn. Yeah, and the I urn. I said, you can't throw that away. I go, that's no, that's not good karma. That's not. And I go, why don't you go? Or he, spread them somewhere. Don't he, just yeah, throw them he away. Had a lake house. Bury him. He had a lake house. And I said, why don't you just, uh, when he was a kid, the family lake house, why don't you drive to Staples Lake, Wisconsin, go on the little public dock there. Yeah. And wait till sunset. Put him in there. 
or I'll do it. Yeah. I'm sure I'll be up that way some point. Give him to me. I'll throw him in the back of the closet or I'll throw him by booze so he's happy. And then I'll do it. But I've asked her a few times now, and it was, I don't want to talk about it. So I think that means. You think I, she threw away his ass? And, and I think she threw him in the trash. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's wow. not good. I think. I don't have confirmation. Yeah, but I, right. I, I think. Can you throw away a person? Like, no, that's so disrespectful. All right, so, Jerry, let me You ask- can throw a person away, but Jerry's right. That's yeah. just bad. Oh, that's bad my. karma. So, Jerry, when you, hopefully it's 50 years because you're living to 110. But let's say you and your wife pass away. 110, by the way, 50 yeah, years yeah, from now. All right, right. What are your kids going to do with the dogs? Oh, our pets that are in boxes? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. that. Well, that's a pet. No, I'm not you just asking. You could throw that away. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to carry that around. Yeah, childhood yeah. pet. Christy, what, and especially they might not be their childhood pets. It could be right, yours. Right. See, I've pet. got all the little condolence cards that has the paw prints of my deceased pets, and I, I think I still have three little boxes that have cat remains in them. I don't think your daughter's yeah, keeping you can. those. Yeah, you can't expect your daughter to keep that. No, yeah. no, no, no. See, that's Even though should... I'm keeping all of her stuff downstairs in the crawl space and yeah, i've told her numerous yeah, times and she goes full. yes even still and a lot of it is you know um god maybe some yearbooks maybe some stuffed animals yeah. like, hell i've got a whole bin of beanie babies you know i'm right. like can you come and get this well i don't have the room we're only in an apartment yeah yeah same here i still have uh closets and yeah. a, a basement full now i almost threw away it's so funny you bring this up today tor because on Saturday morning or Friday night, I wasn't sure, but I spent all day Saturday shooting, right? We were out in the woods, eight, ten of us guys, and probably had 30 weapons out there. Yeah. So everybody yeah. brought their pieces. My brother was in town. He had his two. So I had uh, my two. I had my shotgun, my handgun, and I have an AR. Well, Uh-oh. The, the AR. You're triggering people, Jerry. The AR was my son's weapon, right? In, and in overseas? No. Oh, it was okay. It was an AR that my boy here in Columbus bought online. It was a kit. Oh, okay. So he he, he built assembled it. it okay. And I got it out to look at it before uh, Saturday, like last week, mm-hmm. middle of last week. And I'm like, he assembled this. I mean, we didn't even fire it on Saturday because the last thing you want to do is blow a hand off or lose an eye. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't to mm-hmm. spec, right? Yeah. It wasn't done. So my, I know a guy who knows a guy that will go over it once, but my initial thought was, I'm going to go throw that. I'll just get rid of it. I'll throw it in the dumpster behind Borgata. Yeah. Right? And then I thought, well, no, you can't do that, because then I wouldn't sleep at night wondering if someone did find it and- Just used it for used something. It. And yeah, yeah. It and But I don't even know if it fires, if it was assembled properly. That's why you just can't load it and fire it, but somebody that finds it would do that. Would they use it in a crime? You can't throw an uh, AR, a weapon, no, in a exactly. dumpster. And whoever found it would assume it was used in the commission of a murder or a crime yep, of some yep. sort, right? Yeah. So then I thought, and then before I, I dump it, in the dumpster, I'd have to wipe it down. <laughs> God, God. I, I can't have my the prints. Whole CSI. <laughs> I can't have my prints all over this, right? And then I, so then my my thick skull. Right? I thought, well, what if I disassembled it and then just left a, the barrel behind the Walmart, and then the 
Oh, the stock. Yeah. And then I thought, mysteries. Well, that's too much work. So finally, my this friend of mine said, "Well, no, no, no. You, we'll just make sure it's okay, and yeah. then you, you you keep that. That's yeah. not a bad weapon to have." So I didn't uh, get to shoot it on on Saturday, but my initial thought was, you talk about throwing away uh, ashes in a dumpster. I was tempted to drop this AR into a. Uh, a dumpster fully? No, you can't do that. Yeah, you cannot do that. Why is Jerry in handcuffs? He dropped his AR off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and with all the press that an AR gets, couldn't be a more simpler. Huh. It, it's just it's nothing. It's lightweight. It's yeah. tiny. It's small. And all the press that that gets, right? Yeah. You'd have thought it was a submachine gun from World War II or something. And then I look at it, and I'm checking it out, and I'm scoping it, and I'm going, there's nothing to this thing. Feels almost like shooting a twenty-two. Really? I mean, oh, yeah, the press that it gets, right? It's not yeah, an AK. Yeah. I, yeah, I've never held or one. Or whatever. I have an AK. But I, uh, I, I, want, I just don't want it in the house, especially if I don't even know if it's workable. Yeah, right? true, yep. But I'm not going to leave it in the dumpster. Yeah. So I did call. I did not throw it away, but I no longer have it. I'm gonna get it checked out anyway. I think and you could chime in, eight two one ninety six ninety six the stuff you threw away. I think my parents, like I kid you not, threw away like everything I had without even no- telling me. Like without even telling me, I think yeah. they've tossed literally everything. And if they would have just simply told me I told this story on the air, but it's been years. True story here, folks. So uh I had a childhood dog. Love this dog just played with this, love this dog. My, he would, you could let him out. I lived like two blocks from school. All right. You could let him out of the house and he knew what time I got out of school and he would run two blocks and into the schoolyard right to my arms when I was like in elementary school. Just the best dog ever, ever the best dog, right? So he was getting a little old and you know when dogs get a little old, they sleep by the heat deck. Uh, well, yeah, because yeah, it feels good right? on the bones. So they took him to the vet, and the vet said, "Well, he'll be okay. He's just getting arthritis. Dogs get old. He was like nine years old. But you could get a couple years, sure, out of him. He's just moving slow, right? 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 You can do things to keep him alive. You know, just dogs move slow when they get older. So what did my parents do? They put him down." And they didn't have to. And then you At know what nine? else? And like eight and a half, wow, nine, right? That's young. Then they didn't tell me that we were, because I would have flown in to say goodbye to my dog. If they would have said, hey, Scott, we're the dog, Brandy's got our, it's our decision, da, 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 da. Yeah, I probably would argue. Yeah, yeah. I would have flown in to say goodbye to my dog. That's my dog, man. I love that dog. An A number one dog. Love it. And I come home and I go, where's Brandy? And oh, we put Brandy down. I go, when? They go, eight months ago. I go, are you going to tell me what happened? Then they told me. I go, but you didn't even have to put him down. Oh. So then I left, and I didn't, I like left, stayed at a friend's. I didn't talk to him for like a year. Yeah. Maybe not that long, but I was so angry that they would do that and not tell me. Like, my, it was my dog. Well, you know, my childhood dog. Yeah. But I right. would have took the dog with me where yeah, I lived. Yeah. I would have took care of the damn dog. But that's kind of the people they are. Like, threw away all my stuff, didn't tell me. Yeah, your me. folks are horrible, Torg. Yeah, uh, but just how horrible. do you do that to a dog? Right. And then they, I, I always say, like, are you going to get another? Oh, no, that that 
doing that to Brandy broke my Yeah, because you're evil. Yeah. Of course, it should be on your mind. You did an evil thing. My one brother inherited our family childhood home, right? And after my father passed away, the house was just as is. All Everything's in there. And so oh, yeah, I yeah. still get calls occasionally going, I was in the cross base. I found... Remember that Lionel train said, do you want that damn, you know what I mean? He's still yeah. finding stuff. At least he's that, calling that, you. That we, yeah, right. That we left in the house and uh, childhood stuff like that. I like, See, I just found a bunch of kids' toys and we're going to keep. Yeah, like I, would keep two I would keep it all. Yep. Let's go to Jeremiah. What's up, Jeremiah? Hey, good morning. How good, is good, morning. good morning. Good uh, morning. Yes, uh, we lived in, in the kind of the country area of rural Ohio, so when you were done with stuff, it was pretty common to take it to the burn barrel and burn it. Um, my childhood Star Wars collection, uh, which was a big one. I mean, Millennium Falcon, A.T. Walker, probably hundreds of figures. Yeah. Uh, I, like, just things when you're done with it. I, you didn't have garage sales because people wouldn't come out to your mile and a half. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it was that was kind of the normal thing. and. It's still kind of a running joke uh, at our family get-togethers. Uh, hey, mom, you remember uh, remember all my Star Wars stuff? <laughs> like, um, it, it went out to the burn barrel, just like everything else that you were done with. E- oh man, that's gotta hurt. And, and these days, it's amazing. Uh, your junk is somebody else's treasure, man. People buy. Everybody, a lot of people sell all that stuff now. Yeah. Well, she she uses the kind of the defense mechanism. Well, you blew up some of them with your your firecrackers in the sandbox, so I didn't think it was a big deal. <laughs> Only the Jawas. <laughs> yeah. Only so. the sand people, Mom. Yeah, but. And when I mean uh, that, Only that's the sand a, people. That's an action figure, <laughs> yes. folks. Yes. Not, yes. All right. <laughs> I got <laughs> to say that. I got to say that it's 2023. It's an action figure. I wonder what my parents did with our old Tonka collection. That stuff goes for big money today. It does. Hundreds the of trucks, dollars, yeah, hundreds of tr- dollars, absolutely. the original Tonka stuff. Those yeah. are classic. Thanks, Jeremiah. Thanks, Jer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hold on to those old stuff. You do. Old stuff, I would. Yeah, I, I bought my kid a ton, one of those ton, Tonka dump trucks. Right. I, I'm going to keep that. Those oh, are well-built. Yeah. Those yeah. are well-built machines. Yeah, and you could the, blow those things up and they'd still work. Did you have the garage? The plastic cars with the garage where you crank the elevator up? And then you let I know the cars the toy. out. I didn't have one. Dude, no, yeah. I had one as a kid, and I bought one for my right. kids. I have it. Yeah. And then you get the car stuck in there, and it wouldn't come down. Whenever my family comes in and they leave uh, town, they always stop at those antique shops in Powell. He picked up a uh, Tonka for uh, like ninety bucks, and then six months later, he took it to a swap meet in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and got four hundred for it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Tonkas go for money, man. That's big business. It is. Like some people kind of like American pick. Who was that? Frank was the toy guy. He was the toy guy. Yeah. Because yeah, he right. kind of knew. Right. Like, how would you know that? But I guess there's guys that know the, you know, the class. I wouldn't know a Hot Wheels or a Matchbox. I wouldn't either. A classic from a current. Yeah. To look at it. But I guess guys do. And they're serial numbered. And yeah. Yeah. Kind of like those. Which one was the gas pump guy? Or the in the sign guy. That's Even my brother. Yeah, that's the same guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's what he deals in all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's a trait to know. Yes, right. All right, we got to know. Let's go to Dan. What's up, Dan? Hey, Dan. Oh, my God, I got a good one. Okay. I cut grass for uh, years while I was a kid. I cut grass, and everybody paid me in baseball and basketball and football cards. <gasps> and 
Man, when I moved out when I was 18, I was more concerned about smoking weed than I was <laughs> baseball cards, and they all got thrown out. No! Oh, oh, yeah, no. And what time frame are we talking here? 60s, 70s? What are we talking yep, about? 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah, that's a killer. <laughs> 70s, not so much, but the 60s, absolutely. Yeah. I used to go to Clark Gas Station. They'd give you glossy pictures of all the players and yes. stars. Oh, my gosh. I threw thousands of dollars away because I was like, Hothead. Oh, sorry, Dan. Oh, sorry. man. Yeah, when yeah. I uh, when I peddled papers in the morning, when I had the morning route, you were up, uh, you know, this time throwing the papers, and there was a bachelor on my route, and he would take his old Playboys, and he would use twine, uh-huh. and then he'd tie them, like, all four sides, and there'd be a stack of And my buddy and I, who had the route next to me, oh, my God, you'd find, like, you know, two dozen Playboys wrapped in, you know, tied up, and you go, oh, my God. The, so you'd have to find somebody's garage, put them in the yeah, back of Or go in a ravine. Yeah. Right. Well, here's a funny thing about uh, Playboys. Let's go to Delane. Hi, Delane. Hi, Delane. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you this morning? We're good. Good. Uh, when my son moved out, and actually it was just two weeks ago, he had five years' worth of Playboy magazines from the – 90s. Yeah. And did you drop them off at our studio? <laughs> no, my husband uh, put them to the trash. Well, did, yeah, or, play, Playboy or, magazines for the 90s aren't worth anything. Or did anyways. he? So did, that wasn't a loss. Did you physically <laughs> well, see him do it? From, I did not, but he had some that my husband had collected from the 70s. Oh, too. okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, and just yeah. threw no, it away? I trusted him. Yeah. Oh, boy. There's some underprivileged children named Torg and Elliot who, who would appreciate seen, that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Best part about those old Playboys. Thanks for the call, Thanks, by the way. Me. Have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the best thing about those old Playboys, uh, you you look, you leaf through those ones from the 70s and you realize how times have changed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No kidding. I mean, yeah. the advertising, the cars, oh. the cologne. The boobs. The, <laughs> the shaving, the trimming. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I had this buddy, Steve Herman, and he went to Winona State. And when you'd go, and we'd go up there a lot to party, like on the weekends, at least every other weekend. It was just a great party city. Right. And we'd go up there, and he had, his parents let him have a subscription to Playboy when he was a teenager. So he kept it going. So in his bathroom, he had stacks, like magazine racks. And I mean stacks. He had to have, like from 1989 to 1995, just stacks and stacks of play. And he was anal, like... If you look at the Playboy, don't bend them. You know, very like, don't bend them. Don't no creases. Yeah. Like, but it's amazing how some guys had a collection of Playboys, like yeah. a collection. Yeah, we were that way, but it was comic books. Oh, got ya. Well, good calls, man. Thanks yeah. for the calls, what everybody. What did you accidentally or what did you purposefully throw away? Jeez, that Playboy. I bet your husband did. I bet she looked at him before he threw him away. Right, Delane's husband? He did more than look. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to Steve Halwagen uh, uh-huh. in the next 10 minutes. Bucknuts.com. It's on, baby. I Torque. can't believe it's Michigan week already. It yes. Is. Damn. Uh, how did you guys both watch? I did not see any of it. Your impressions? I mean, they rolled Minnesota, yeah, I right? I think I, Travion Henderson is peaking at the right time. Right. Well, it was like 13 nothing, wasn't it, at halftime or something like that? And then after the, the second half, it was just over. What did McCord throw for? Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. I know that uh, Henderson did, or uh, Harrison, three for 30, I think. Yeah. 
Not it's, a not a game where but if you do Michigan and you get 150 yards and you showcase that game that puts you yeah kind of in the driver's seat, doesn't it? I saw some uh, CJ Stroud highlights over the weekend and when he steps out of the pocket for Houston like that a rookie so you watch those highlights, you go, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that in the shoe every Saturday. Boy, he's a stud. And then you look at the around the NFL and you that Bafootslick that came in for uh, Boyle that came in for the Jets and this he was scared. Yeah. Wide eyed and and then you get to you know, the flip side of that is CJ. Yeah. You know, wow, man. Just about picking the right guy. Stud. Finding the right dude. All right, well, let's uh, get to Hellwagon here. Let's do a little laughter, get this out of the way at 35 after. Here is, uh, gosh, I haven't heard this guy's name in a long time, and he's brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone, columbus.funnybone.com, for your reservations to see great comedians like Kevin Meany. And company coming over, you know, that was a big thing. We're having company tonight, so stay out of the bathroom. <laughs> Stay out of that bathroom. We've got company coming over. Well, where are we supposed to go? I don't care. Just regulate yourself. Wait till they leave. Thanksgiving was another big day when we were kids, you know. We'd have the big turkey every year. Last year, the turkey weighed 185 pounds. It had a tattoo. Riding around the front lawn on a Harley. Took my sister hostage for 24 hours. My Uncle Zeke actually had to put on his flame-retardant pilgrim suit and subdue him with a flamethrower. <laughs> he was always dressing up for Thanksgiving. One year, he dressed up as a butterball turkey, and my Aunt Rose couldn't stop talking about it. Oh, my God, look at Zeke, dressing up like a butterball turkey. I can't believe it. Look at him, sitting in that roasting pan wearing go-go boots. <laughs> Pouring gravy on his torso with a big old ladle. He's going to get arrested for public self-basting. Just like he did last year. Look where he's got the thermometer. Beat Michigan Week from Bucknuts.com. Let's talk to Steve Hellwagon. How's it going, Steve? Hey, Steve. Welcome back, man. Good morning, guys. What's going on? Well, I tell you what. I got here the year after one versus two. Right, right <laughs> after that game, okay? Uh, probably yep. like three, four months. And to me, I don't think... There's been, since the time I've been here, I don't think there's been a bigger game or more hype than this one because of what's surrounding, what's at stake, all the outside stuff. I think this is the biggest game since that 2006 game. Yeah, you have all the specter of everything that's going around the Michigan program, and, you know, they're firing people. That's what's, you know, last last Friday they fired one of their assistant coaches. This is an ongoing thing. Yahoo Sports, you can't afford not to – to tune into Yahoo Sports because they break a new angle on this about every half hour. But, uh, you know, their, their reporting on this has been so incredible. But, you know, just on the field, you know, people think about the one versus two game in 2006 and Bo Schembechler passed away the day before the game. It kind of cast a pall on some of the proceedings. But, uh, you know, you think about it, neither team went on from that and won their bowl game. Ohio State got drummed by Florida in the national championship and uh, Michigan, I think they lost to USC in the Rose bowl. So that game in, in my mind, you know, it didn't serve as a jumping off point for anything special. Whereas this one, the winning team's going to go and uh, play Iowa in big 10 championship. 
and uh, then you know go on to the playoff you would you know 99% you would think so uh, this one does mean a lot of course that one in 2006 put a team directly into the national championship game they were guaranteed and there was even sentiment that Michigan losing by three points should have got in instead of Florida. So you had a good you know, argument for it. I it's crazy, and I think this Saturday the Buckeyes have an advantage in that if if Michigan wins, I think Ohio State's still in the playoff. If Ohio State wins, Michigan they're going to use that as an excuse to drum them out of the four. Yeah. Depends on how some other things shake out with some of the other leagues. Yeah, some of the other leagues collect losses. You know, in some this week or in the championship games than that last year it fell perfectly for Iowa State because they were the only one lost team that was left that could still go you know right so it, it worked out they got in as the four seed last year and it worked out perfect I don't know that the Red Sea is going to park this year hey this is like Hollywood Squares you got to earn it yourself go go get it and win it yourself on Saturday and leave no doubt yeah, Steve, I don't want to get into the whole Harbaugh thing. I think it is what it is. And like you mentioned, there's always new things like the Friday and the linebacker and, you know, erasing the computer. And there's more stuff that we're going to find out as the uh, months go on here. But are you surprised from a pure – because there's guys, your bucknuts.com, and there's a lot of other Buckeye sites like that. But on the other side, I remember Tattoo Gate was out because I broke the story. There was no denial. I mean, they were threatening me and mad and angry, the fans, but the media didn't cover up. Do you find it odd that the media there is like almost like a cover up, like they're kind of a government arm of the football team in a way? Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, the, you know, we talked about it on Saturday, you know, how, how you have a newspaper, the quality of the Detroit Free Press, you know, it's won Pulitzer Prizes. And the reporting that they did on Larry Nasser with Michigan State and everything else, and they've gone largely silent on this because they don't want to be seen as an outlet that takes down the the biggest thing in the state, which is University of Michigan football. So, you know, it is it is weird. The fan sites have been, uh, you know, saying everything they can, even casting blame on Ohio State and saying that Ryan, Ryan Day, Day's brother, right, it was, a right, made, up, it was right. a made it was made up, yeah. It was all made up, and uh, <laughs> they took the bait, and they fell for it. And to me, uh, it's sad. And, and you know, you've led people astray here. And, and you know, Michigan, you know, for their president – uh, Santa Ono and the athletic director Ward Manuel to come out and say the things that they did when this all started. They kind of set the tone for this because they they didn't uh, they didn't treat this uh, with the proper uh, tone. They they came out and said we're going to fight this tooth and nail. You know they never once tried to refute that any of what's been alleged. You've never heard from Michigan anybody refute anything that's been reported. Right, so right. They're dead to rights. They know they're dead to rights. And yet, you know. We're going to go through the book at him in 2024. We're going to have Joel Clad on Wednesday on the on the show and I'm going to bring this up to him. What a gift though. I mean the SEC all those years bringing all the attention and the the class and everything. Ohio State Michigan this rivalry, this game, this year including the controversy. What a gift yeah. to college football. It's the old all bo- boats uh, rise type I agree. You and, know what I, I mean? Year in and year out, and then to keep this—I mean, this is this is so big on Saturday, so good for the game. I agree. 119 years, just the fifth time that they're going to meet as undefeated and untied in the second year in a row, and 
this could be in the modern era, let's just say since 2000, one of the most viewed games in college football history. And, uh, you know, Fox is going to take full advantage of it. There's a reason why Fox has re-upped its contract with the Big Ten for, you know, the Big Ten is 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 on top of the heap right now with right. TV rights with CBS, NBC, and Fox. There's never been a league in the history of the sport that's had three broadcast networks fawning over it like this. And, of course, now you've got USC, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon all coming in. I looked at the schedule last night. I was laying in bed just thinking, where do we go next year? Oregon. Ohio State's playing a Big Ten game at right. Oregon next year. So this is the place to be. And, uh, man, this this game, I tell you, this uh, we are in for something special on Saturday. Every year, this will be like the 34th time I've attended an Ohio State-Michigan game since 19. 19- 86 when I was a freshman at Ohio State and that three and a half hours there is nothing better than that in terms of the game of football all year long yeah I, we, I, are, I, we are in for one on Saturday it's it's a gift it truly is I mean we could spend our time you know Michael Evans our entertainment reporter always refers to sports as the toy box of life I mean what we're going to focus on Gaza and the troubles with this country <laughs> it's this game is a gift it is and, and think about this. Uh, the game's in Michigan this year, so for a lot of Ohio families that get together for Thanksgiving, they're already together in town. They will have another event on Saturday where, you know, you only see people one time a year this week. Right. And it, it could be for Thanksgiving and for to watch this game, and it just brings families together. It's been part of the tradition, you know, here in our state forever, and uh you know, I, I, it doesn't get any better. ESPN in 1999, Fort Century, all that coverage they did, they called it the greatest rivalry in all of sports, right up there with, you know, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and Yankees Red Sox and, you know, anything else. There's nothing that compares to it in, in athletics, in my opinion. No, I agree. And, uh, it's 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 the best. There's nothing better. Steve Halwag and Bucknuts.com is the site. So Marvin Harrison, three catches, 30 yards, does he have to shine and go over 150 to get that name as Heisman? You know, that's a great point. And I was talking about this in the press box with one of the guys a week or so ago. I said, if he goes into that game with everybody watching and has a couple of touchdowns, a spectacular play, 100-plus yards receiving, he can do what Desmond Howard and Charles Woodson did and win it on the basis of – you know, a huge play or a big day in that game that means everything. If he, you talk if, about the biggest stage, the big players come out. He, he he was just laying in the weeds this past week. He was the decoy. He's ready to to pounce this week. With the Buckeye, does he? What if he has those? Can he? If the Buckeyes lose, regardless of his numbers, is he out? Or can he get those yeah, numbers, those stats, and then in a loss? That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. There's about Bo Nix from Oregon being Although if he gets really the numbers, biggest, chances are they win. So Yeah, his biggest competition, and he'll have a chance to redeem himself against Washington probably in the Pac-12 championship, and that may go a long way too. But I think about Eddie George. He won it despite you know not having 100 yards against uh, Michigan uh, that year in 95. But – uh, you know, Troy Smith tore up Michigan, and he won it. And he cinched it on that day in, in uh, goodness, what was that, 06. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think a big day in this game would go a long way. ESPN's been running polls online and 
with fans, Marvin is right there, one or two, pretty much in this race. But, he, you know, a big day could clutch it for him. And I tell you what, another guy, and I've been waiting, I've been critical because I just haven't seen it. I would maybe not critical, maybe truthful. But you've finally seen it, and when the Buckeyes have been dominant teams, Ezekiel Elliott, J.K. Dobbins, the list goes on, they have had a running back that can take over games. And finally this, it's been a while because he's been hurt. Travion Henderson can take <laughs> over a game now. Yeah, I had friends at the game on Saturday. They said it was real sleepy until first play of the third quarter. Uh, he had his receivers, Julian Fleming and uh, Xavier Johnson, I believe, were out in front of him and selling out hard. Uh, maybe it may have been a Mecca Buca blocking for him, and he got past the line of scrimmage, and those guys sealed their blocks, and he was gone. And it lifted everybody there at the stadium on uh, Saturday after 13 to nothing first half. Uh, that was the play that they needed to get everybody up. And then they had a big defensive play with the turnover and scored again and went from 13 to 27 in the blink of an eye. And that's because of him. He is special. If they can create a crease for him and he pulls off something like that this week, then that changes the entire game. So, yeah, he, three of the last four games since he came back from injury, 100 yards, and uh, he is primed and ready. Uh, they need to establish the run in this game. You know, like Jim Trestle said years ago, in this game, one yard is worth two yards. I mean, the, the winning team will have about 350 yards total offense. This isn't your normal game. So uh, that, that'll be something to watch. And you like the Buckeyes, right? Or I have to hang up on you. Oh, my goodness. Good to see you guys. You know, uh, on my poll, I said Ohio State was uh, – Georgia was one, Ohio State 2A, and Michigan 2B. And, yeah, I'm going to go Ohio State like 2017, something like that, I think. I just think that we are in for some kind of crazy game. And Michigan did not play well Saturday. They got ahead 23-3 to over Maryland and then just kind of played with their food after that. And uh, some of their warts were exposed. And I think Maryland gave Ohio State some ideas on what they can do to attack this great Michigan defense. So Jim, I, I, you're a fine I American. J.J. McCarthy's had a pretty uh, mediocre November. I agree. Yeah. They haven't used him, and now they're going to try and go back to him because if Ohio State can stack up the run with Corum, then right. make it third and long, McCarthy has to make plays, and he hasn't had to do that the last few weeks. Is Mike Hall going to play? Because to me, that's big about starting stopping the run. Yeah, I, I think so. Coach said that they feel like they'll be uh, all hands on deck. The one guy who wouldn't play is Lathan Ransom. Everybody saw him at street clothes there before the game. But, uh, yeah, Mike Hall should be back. Tommy Eichenberg should be back. And uh, all hands on deck for this one. They said no one's in the training room this week. Everybody's uh, out there on that practice field. So all right. You, go. you made the Christmas list, Steve. Thanks so much. Bucknuts.com. <laughs> Thanks, man. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic got an accident. Left shoulder, 670 eastbound at I-70. Also, another accident. This is on Fishing Road, 33 Riverside Drive. And police are currently on the scene. It's brought to you by Kissling, Nestico, and Reddick. Hurt in a car? Call KNR. KNR gets you the help you need when you need it after a car, truck, or motorcycle crash. Call 1-800-HURT-NOW or go to knrlegal.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them what they really want, a gift card to Borgata in Worthington with New York style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. Your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Well, a brand new poll puts President Biden's approval rating at 40 percent. And by the way, that is now the lowest of his presidency. So strong majorities of all voters disapprove of Biden's handling of foreign policy and the Israel-Hamas war. 
80% of younger Dems disapprove of his handling of the war. Overall, the poll shows 57% of all registered voters disapprove of Biden's job performance, which that is an all-time high since becoming president. I am actually surprised on one thing. How many hostages do they have of ours? Like 70? Something like that. Why are we not in there trying to get our people back? Those are our hostages. A terrorist organization took, and I'm not talking about them going in and blowing up bill i'm talking about it like getting our people back well they're they're trying to do it through diplomacy and they are uh closer today than they've been hamas in israel no today they're 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 negotiating to for the release of those hostages and a ceasefire gaza gaza's getting wiped off the map here doesn't it seem weird though if we have 70 people and we're letting someone else kind of, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Kind of sends a message. Yeah. Now everybody's going to. Well, well, the that, message that's was the... sent on the getting out of Afghanistan. Yes. Yeah, well, yes. That was a bit of a cluster. Why would you expect more this time around? Yeah, I'm just being yeah. positive. Ideally, The you weaknesses are have been exposed yeah. since then, yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby being hit with another sexual assault lawsuit. Actress and former writer Joan Tarshish uh, filed a lawsuit over the weekend claiming that Cosby drugged and assaulted her on two different occasions back in the 70s. So far, Cosby's reps have not commented. And rookie New York Giants quarterback Tommy DeVito. Do you know that he still lives at home with mom? That's a big story. Yeah. Yeah. He says he's okay with that. 25 years old, told ESPN. You know, I got a lot going on. There's lots of meetings, so everything's outside of football is handled by my family. I don't have to worry about laundry, what I'm eating for dinner, chicken cutlets and all of this waiting for me when I get there. Uh, My mom still makes my bed. Everything is handled for me. Other NFL players think the rookie is smart for living at home since the demands of the job are, well, they're pretty high. And he probably hooks up with chicks on the road. He's the road team. That's the smart move. Yeah, oh, prob- guys. Well, he'd have to be. Well, right? yeah. Young guys, take some advice from Torg. Always be the road team. Yeah, when you're 25, do you admit your mom makes your bed? Yes. Well, like he says, he luck. doesn't care. It's he like, doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. If you're a woman who's dating him, mm, good luck. Well. You can see what life you have. Uh, but he's also a football player. Hey, excuse so me. So How rich luck. is he? So get your own place. Yeah, good luck. He's got money. It's not like you're, you know, your nephew or something. A lot of twenty-five-year-olds living at home. Yeah, this is not in the basement. Not he's with got his, his own contract. Room. Yeah, <laughs> and he's probably making the minimum, so it's not like he's, you know, and it'd probably be going soon, right? Once everybody gets healthy and back, he'll be on a practice squad somewhere. Uh, yeah, he looked well, pretty he good win. yesterday. He had a big yeah. day yesterday. He's gonna get a, a, he'll get cash out of this. Yeah, he'll get yeah, a little. He'll yeah. get a little. Well. Yesterday, something happened for the first time since 1969. Rejoice, everybody. No, that's, I'm not kidding there. Rejoice after Def Leppard. Ask me about my wiener. Got the Torg Torgerson. Remember the old Playboys with the landing strip? So you would have to, I'm sure they asked someone or like said, what do you think I should do with the landing strip? Yeah. Elliot. Hello, Jerry. One time right? I was trimming and I tried uh, to do the male version of the landing. It just looked like Hitler's mustache. <laughs> looked like Hitler with a big nose. That's called a penis. Uh, I like you guys with every radio show I get booked on. I, you know, they're like, don't be vulgar. And you guys are vulgar, too. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Yes. We're all about vulgar. the vulgar. Oh, yeah. 
So I'm just looking, Christy, that thing we're announcing Tuesday. Correct. Can we announce, we can't say the band because they already said it. Did you see the story yeah. that came out? They said yeah. it and they say, hey, dates are on Tuesday. Correct. So why can't we say it? You can say it. Can we? You go right ahead. You can. You can. Oh, don't say we. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind that. But it's on their official site. Uh, uh, yeah, and we're going to I'm looking have... at it right now. It says- it's... I know. I'm looking at it too. Yeah, so why can't we say the band? Because they even- Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to repeat. So this is just uh, ridiculous I, to I, me. I, I, they're, they have the city, Christy, where they're going in the announcement. Yeah, all the cities are listed and everything. Yeah, yeah. And so we're not allowed to say until Tuesday, where's Dorsey at? I, I would I, I wouldn't okay. piss anybody off. Did you off. see the seats we're giving away yes. on Wednesday? Yeah, yes. yeah. Wow. Okay, maybe I, okay. Maybe I, I'm not going to say anything. Spectacular. But, but just use the internet. That's what I'll say. I think pretty much everybody knows. No, there's some dumb no, people out there. I don't think so. Really? Talked about Christy going to Creed. I don't know how many times. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't let the well. Jethro Toll news out of the bag. <laughs> Reform Blackfoot, yeah. Blackfoot. <laughs> yeah. Go, you know the you know the thing. John Mellencamp's cousins playing a <laughs> yep. small yeah. theater, biggest in show yeah. of twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Jackson in concert. Joe Jackson. Oh my Stepping god, out. he is. Uh, okay, so I'll ignore it. It's just frustrating when you can't make an announcement, but yet they make it on their website. And yeah. You're like, what are we? What's the deal? It's the you interweb know, like, for you. You know they're there, but the band yeah, is announcing know, we're coming. Right? By the way, 1969. Okay, way back. You weren't even born yet, I Torg. Wasn't. The jet. I wasn't even thought about the jet. Jeez, that was my thirtieth year. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, think about this. The Jets were the defending Super Bowl champs. Bill Belichick was a senior in Maryland. Apollo 11 landed on the moon. No, so since the first time since 1969, the Lions and Browns each have won seven of their first 10 games. 19, How about 1969. That? For, oh, boy, you guys have sucked. We're yeah. on top of the world, Jerry. A lot of suck. Yeah. This is why we are the way Decades we are. Decades of suck. That's why we're so damaged as uh, yeah. adults in 2023 when it comes to those NFL teams. That's confirmed, by the way. Yeah. Fact checked. Yeah. Don't worry about fake news on our show. We'll give that later. That's yeah, the best Lions yeah. record since 1962. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. It's a party. By the way, speaking of sports, did you see this? Dave Portnoy, who p- proudly posted a $100,000 bet on the Bengals on Thursday night, posted it everywhere, right on his Instagram, social media, tick. He was bragging. And I think the catch was like, going to cash in big tonight. Like, we're suckers. And your big rich guy gonna cash in, but he took the Bengals, right? Yes, he did. And as we know, God, he's a tool. Kind of makes me happy when you brag about that. I have a hundred grand, and I'm gonna shove it in your face that I'm betting on a game. Yeah. And now Dave Portnoy, and by the way, truth be told, I bet twenty five bucks a game. And I do it with someone else. So really it's ten bucks, twelve bucks, twelve fifty. I don't go crazy. Uh Dave Portnoy now is threatening a class action lawsuit against the Cincinnati Bengals because they never uh never disclosed Joe Burrow's injury. Now the everybody in the NFL is saying, well, if he was injured, why was he throwing passes? He had like a 
wrist brace early in the game, but then he had it off and he wasn't on the injury report. Yeah. And it, but Cincinnati's saying, well, if he was out for the season, he wouldn't have been throwing the ball like that. That's how uh, you bring gambling into your state. Those things uh, are going to happen, right? Yes. Moving forward, that's probably the tip of the iceberg as far as what a team, a league's responsibility is when there's and they're pretty strict millions and uh, you know hundred million dollars on any given day and on a Sunday like that. And they're strict about Thursday. this. And Zach Taylor said he injured the wrist in the game. There's no need to say he was injured. So, but they're big time. NFL's big time, probably for that reason, Jerry. Right for what you said about uh, gambling. That they're all right. really anal about this. They're really right. hard. When you do fantasy football, you got to check your lineup right before kickoff. Yeah. They're super intense about it. So I don't think he has a lawsuit. I just think he wants more publicity. And go back to Dave Portnoy. Can you imagine you're putting a hundred grand on a single game? That's unreal. There's video of Drake, you know, the singer. I wouldn't even do a hundred bucks on a game. Drake, it's got a he'll have a hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollars on one spin of roulette. Yeah. Amazing. He owns the Barstool Sportsbook, though, doesn't he? Portnoy does. Yeah. Yes. Does so he, he own the gaming app? To himself. Does he own the gaming app, though? I think so, because that's, that's why they switch everything to ESPN Bets here. Oh, because Penn Gaming went to ESPN? Because mm-hmm. gotcha. he got everything for Barstool back. Gotcha. Boy, did Penn so Gaming just... stock tank when he got involved. Yeah, that yeah, stock that Portnoy. Tank. He is, uh, yeah. whether you like him or not, he's repellent. He kind of is. He's repellent. He's toxic, that Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. <laughs> hundred grand, and he posted on social media. Right, people hate Michigan enough already. Now you <laughs> got him cheerleading for that team up there. Not a good look. No, it's not. Stop it, Dave. How about a little Michael Evans, though? Everybody likes there Michael Evans, so we got him next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staffed for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingandCooling.com. we got clouds today and a high 51, rain likely overnight, a low 43, and breezy for Tuesday, rain likely again and a high 55. It is 37 right now. So if you frequent Texas Roadhouse uh, today, you're going to be doing it for a cause because Texas Roadhouse and Bubba's, they've announced that many Ohio locations, most here in central Ohio, will be hosting a fundraiser today to support the families impacted by the Tuscaroras Valley School Charter bus crash last week on I-70. The restaurant company stated that 100% of participating locations' profits from 3 this afternoon until 10 o'clock tonight will be given to the TV Strong organization. Well, it was one busy weekend for former OpenAI CEO Sam Altman with the board of directors terminating his position with the groundbreaking company with almost no warning for not being consistently candid in his communications. So later on, on Friday, OpenAI co-founder Greg Brockman resigned in protest, and then several other high-level employees reportedly left the company as well. Late last night, Microsoft CEO announced that both Altman and Brockman were joining Microsoft to lead a new advanced AI research team. Microsoft was a major financial backer of OpenAI with $14 billion commitment to the company. Hulk Hogan's son, Nick... Arrested over the Should weekend. Go to jail for life. Yeah, uh, DUI in Clearwater, Florida. Which, by the way, the exact same city. He was involved in a car accident that sent him to prison for eight months. And his friend paralyzed. Yep. Uh, oh, according to man. TMZ, Nick was stopped Saturday morning, charged with suspicious of DUI. He refused to submit to sobriety testing. It, w- it was back in 08. 
He was only 17 at the time. Eight months in prison on a charge of reckless uh, driving involving serious bodily injury. Uh, his friend, John Graziano, who suffered a severe brain injury in the crash, police believe alcohol was involved. In I'm a big believer Gosh. of you make a mistake and then you, now the first time he wasn't drinking, he was just drag racing. But it was still motorized vehicle involved. Yeah. And uh, like former player uh, Leonard Little got drunk, Rams player, killed a mother. Then, um, by the way, NFL only suspended him six games, which is ridiculous. Wow. And then years later, he got a DUI again. To me, if you do that twice, you kill somebody, jail the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, that's for Hulk Hogan's kid. Now he'll get off with some because he's got money and the dad will get the lawyer. But you do something like that, reckless driving when you're 16, right, Christy? 17. He was 17. And then you get a DUI. Come on. Yeah. At least 15 years. There's always that story out of Florida. The guy had nine drunk driving tickets. Well, we've had it here in Ohio. We've had it here. That guy from Delaware that was arrested 18 times on DUI uh, and then finally killed a state trooper. Jeez. You know? Yeah. Uber. Mm -hmm. Yes. Especially with his money. Yeah, That's the no plan doubt. for this Wednesday. Just telling you. Hey, oh, really? Oh, we did that. Uh, we did that last time, even on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Get an Uber. It's a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah. Hey, you know Christy's loaded. I mean, loaded. Uh, and I don't mean loaded, loaded, but she's loaded for a good time <laughs> when the when the Uber's coming. Well, she knows yeah. herself. Yeah. Well, yeah. exactly. You know. I want to party with someone like that. I want to show up to the Beat Michigan Breakfast Club. I always Club. drink more when I have an Uber because I have an exactly. Uber. See? <laughs> <laughs> I normally wouldn't drink that way, but yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. QFM96.com for the few <laughs> remaining tickets. Hey, if you are hosting Thanksgiving and you aren't fully confident in your plumbing, eh, you might want to get that checked out now. Roto-Rooter. Well, reminding America, Black Friday is also known as Brown Friday, the busiest uh. day of the year for plumbers. And this, by the way, is not an urban legend. It's not a myth. They get about 50% more, more calls the Friday after Thanksgiving than average. And it's not just because your toilets are seeing a lot more punishment over the weekend. Uh, the main culprits, clogged toilets, kitchen sinks, also garbage disposals. Don't put the potato peels down the garbage disposal, people. Don't do that. Oh. QFM 96 Kemba, Financial Credit Union traffic, got an accident. The right shoulder, State Route 315 southbound right at uh, 161. Also in Groveport, we got an accident. 33 eastbound at 270. Police are on the scene. And another accident, 670 eastbound right at I-70. It's all brought to you by AAA. This holiday season, give your loved ones the gift that protects them all year long. Let's go with your five audio clips. No Deshaun Watson. No problem. Browns go 7-3 and three against the Steelers. Snap. Hopkins sweeps the leg. It's perfect. Cleveland takes the lead. And the W. Yeah. There you go. Sitting at 7-3, and three, Cleveland. Yeah. Let's go. Right. All right, clip number two, guys. It was a big night on Stephen Colbert's show. It is a big night, rather, th- tonight, this evening, after this announcement on Friday night. I am so happy to say I will be joined right there in that chair by a man who is no stranger to the Ed Sullivan Theater, though I know for a fact he has not been here for eight and a half years because my guest will be Mr. David Letterman. Wow. Yeah. Mr. David Letterman. Boy, I bet life's pretty good for old Dave, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, in retirement, 
His, yeah. his bank, I like it. Can't sleep with any uh, interns or staff members, but yeah, yeah, right, you know, right. give and take. Cut number three here to get you ready for the Beat Michigan Week. Buckeyes destroyed Minnesota 37-3. Minnesota, but a little bit of space down there. Quick throw, it's Harrison on the slant. Touchdown, Ohio State. Travion Henderson bounces it outside. Henderson, off he goes. Third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear. Henderson is gone. Touchdown, Ohio State. No flags. Dave Mann was in attendance. Was Him and he? his wife. I wonder if he. Oh, uh, Dave Mann, you he, don't go to that game. If he wore his Minnesota gear for that. Oh, well, yeah, that Ricky Foggy jersey. Yeah, right. That Daryl Thompson jersey. <laughs> Trying to think of famous golfers. Yeah. Uh, Good didn't luck. they have one in Dallas, a running back, a couple years ago? Marion Barber. Marion oh, Barber yeah, Jr. True. There you go. I uh, Getty Lee's highest charting song may surprise some of you and it, because it wasn't with Rush. 1981, he did a song in a comedy album. Here he is when somebody asked him about it, and then a little clip of the, the song. The highest charting single that you've ever sung on. Take off, eh? Exactly. <laughs> With Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's right. Do you resent that? That that's your. No, I love single? it. I love it. My life in comedy. Getty Lee is here from Rush. Hi, Getty. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother Doug. How's it going, Getty? Oh, it's going pretty good. Good day. Eh? Good, good day. Good day. On take off. Yeah, he's good. You know, I might read Getty's book. Yeah. I may check that out. I Boy, may that, listen to some Rush. <laughs> that clip we... Because uh, Tork doesn't read. Yes. <laughs> that clip we sampled last week of him getting emotional, talking about the last time he saw Neil. Neil. That had some legs over the weekend, didn't it? It yeah. was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if things are rough for you out there, cost of everything going up, don't worry. Because former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says everything is great. And there has to be some more clarity in people understanding all that this president did, whether it's about the economy, the environment, cost of prescription drugs, the list goes on and on. And uh, that message has to be out there, too, as evidence of what more needs to be done. And he proves that he can get it done. Yeah, you have to understand the economy. Everything's good. Boy, I don't think that's the way to take, but... Paid $11.80 for a bag of grapes. Oh, come on. Come on. Three-pound bag of grapes. really like your grapes. Um, Food hits rich harder than most people. Yeah. That's not even... Now, you were in the uh, you're in the insurance business. Have yep. you noticed? God, your insurance tour? Oh, yeah. It's Holy insane. Holy cow. Yeah, it's with insane. the cost of housing and stuff, it... And then the right labor, and, and, and the, I bundle my home insurance with my auto, and jeez, especially the cars because the cars are so much more to replace now. So that's what makes ah, it okay. go up. It's crazy, right? That's insane. We were looking at houses over in our area, and I remember when I moved out there as a kid, I couldn't fathom a half a million dollar house. I'll get you to it. Winchester, and they're yeah. everywhere. Rich, it's everywhere. Rich, yeah, everything's right. going great. Didn't you hear Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, I'm just too dumb. Eat my $11 grapes. Exactly. <laughs> She'll feed them to you. Or Paul will in a robe. 
take your Paul, shirt off, lay on the yeah. couch, and your wife will hey, feed them to you. You message them. Paul will come over in a robe and you get to have drinks like his last grapes. house guest. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and that is your hot five. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic Monday morning got an accident South High Street. This is a 23 southbound right at 317 London Groveport Road. Accident right shoulder 315 southbound at 161 and uh, dealing with another accident in the Groveport area. This is 33 eastbound at 270 on the south side and police are still on the scene. It's brought to you by Buyers Mazda where you will get a premium vehicle without a premium price. Buyers Mazda in Dublin 270 and Sawmill off of Billingsley. BuyersMazda.com. Come see why it's better to buy at Buyers Mazda. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Hey, this year, give them what they really want, a gift card uh, card to Borgata in Worthington. With New York-style pizza and homemade Italian specialties, your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So a lot of people, how many? 55 million will be traveling for Thanksgiving. And in order to stay sane during the trip, be prepared That is the key. Some expert tips to get through the travel and the holiday season with your family. If you are driving, stay aware, your speed, and don't be distracted. Don't travel on an empty stomach. (laughs) If you have kids, feed them well. If you're flying, prep yourself for a packed airport and plane. You got to practice patience, okay? And to tamp down anxiety, make a mental plan now on how you are going to deal with family dysfunction. Because there always will be some. You guys, have you heard of rage I rooms? Just going, uh, I wouldn't mind just going on vacation, like around the twenty first and coming back on the first. That well, second. that's what Jimmy and I are I've doing. Never done that, yeah. Because now the kids are all scattered. Some years you got one, three. It's back and forth on the off years. I think I could just take off, not yeah. even do a tree. Well, bye, well, humbug, Jerry. Yeah. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got kids at home. You know, you stay home. Jerry's going I on a it. cruise now every year for yeah, Christmas. Exactly. I wonder what that would be like. A Lido and a Speedo. Just a bunch of old, tired people. I think Jimmy and I are going to take some time right for for the holidays. Good. Go somewhere, drive. So uh, have you heard of these these rage rooms? It's like over the last five years or so, a bunch of businesses. It's called the bedroom, Christy. Well, there's there's uh, these rage rooms. They let customers come in, pretty much destroy stuff. Oh, no, never mind. I thought you meant. No. Yeah. So this is a yeah. safe place to blow off steam. You get to. This me last night in my man cave. Okay. <laughs> You get to throw plates against a concrete wall. You get to, I don't know, destroy a TV with a baseball bat. Take a hammer and a frame photo of your ex. So you pay for the privilege of making a mess that you don't have to clean up. So, yeah, they're called rage rooms. But there's something that owners and operators of these rage rooms have noticed. Apparently, getting all that rage on gets people horny, busting stuff. Yeah. They get real handsy. They lay down together in a room filled with broken glass, and there's definitely sexual energy. Of course, there is always a camera in the room for safety purposes, but that doesn't oh, seem so to be stopping folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. not stopping folks. If anything, maybe that's egging them on from stripping down to their underwear and enjoying some pretty heavy petting during intense sessions of making a mess. As long as Epstein's guards aren't watching. 
a you're, uh, you're protected. Tork, have you ever? Uh, yeah, good point. Have you ever? Did you were all set to go over to Bridge Park to that? What's that? We uh, that virtual reality that. thing was that good? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of people uh, when you walk by, like going to Cap City or something. That's a pretty popular yeah, spot. What's it so what Shadow is it called? Live or something? No, no, I don't know. Yeah, whatever it is, though. So you you what you put I these do it. VR headsets on? and you go into like a, a course. Uh, is it a you shooting go into game? a big room. Yeah, it's a shooting game, and you have like five different scenes you want to do. Okay. We did the haunted house, and then they gear you up, like right. sensors everywhere, and then you pick a weapon, and then you kind of stand in your area, and then you- Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Is that pricey? Uh, no, I thought, it, well, this Re- was years re- ago. Yeah, reasonable. This was years ago when you could afford things. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> the pizza so now, afterwards, what's expensive? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Jer, I got big questions for Mr. Skin. Big questions. All right. After birthday boy, Joe Walsh. The website's MrSkin.com, and I got a question for him right off the bat. Go Skin, ahead, Skin, don't... how are you? Doing great, doing great. Now, I watched this bad movie because of the actors last week, and it was Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman called The Change Up. Oh, yeah. Well, I have a good story, but go ahead. And Judd Apatow's wife is nude. That's 100% fake, correct? Yes. I was going to say it's interesting because um, it's the first real um, quality um, CGI nude scene when Leslie Mann walks in the um, bedroom. And you got to remember, so that movie came out about 10 years ago or so. And, um, you know, Leslie Mann was in her 40s, let's say, uh, mid-40s. And um, it was just, like, so obvious how great um, her body looked. Yeah, it was too fake. Yeah, it was too fake. But it was, I'll tell you what, when you saw it for the first time at a theater, or even the first time on television back in, like, that time, CGI wasn't perfected like it is now, and um, it kind of fooled a lot of people. It didn't fool us only because we kind of knew, like, with her age and how incredible the body looked, that it was probably not her, and we did a little investigating and realized (laughs) that that was CGI. But that's a pivotal moment in in nude history, uh, the change-up. That's interesting that you caught that. And Olivia Wilde, the side and the nip, that real? Um. Yeah, well, I mean, from that, yeah, they they didn't go CGI for that, but there's Olivia Wilde's done some incredible nude scene in her day uh, that has nothing where you don't have to worry at all about uh, um, CGI. Uh, One is called uh, Third Person with Liam Neeson from 2013, Alpha Dog, a long, long time ago, about 15 years ago or more. But then do you guys remember Vinyl, which was the – the HBO show about the record. Yeah, she wore a Merkin, right? She Merkined it up, yeah. Oh. I'm going to have to sign you up as a skin turn. That's some good information. Yeah, I'm, I'm available. <laughs> and of course, Olivia Wilde with the last name Wilde. She's not Olivia Prim. Right. <laughs> exactly. Olivia Modest. Yeah. Olivia Wilde, you expect a little nip. I, I want to tell you, um, <laughs> let's go, uh, go down the rabbit hole a little bit more. Her real name is Olivia Cockburn. Oh, uh, the Cockburns. Oh, that's it. great. So how about <laughs> Olivia Munn? Has she done any nude scenes? Oh, well, do you guys remember um, that movie uh, Magic Mike? Uh, it's and we didn't watch that one. Skin. I know. I was yeah. going to say it's more a movie for women, but um, she uh, uh, 
early on, it was literally in the first two minutes of the movie, she's standing there topless, and um, uh, it's a really, it's the go-to movie for Olivia Munn, but that movie's over 10 years old now. I cannot believe Yeah. Uh, I don't know, are we getting older? Is the, uh, I don't know what it is, but that movie was uh, over 10 years, I want to say. It was, yeah, but who, anyway, it's called Magic Mike to see Olivia Munn nude. Who was the meathead star of that, Magic Mike? God, uh, Channy Tatum. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Me, Dan. No, no Oscars awarded for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, who was in that movie? Who was this female co-star? Say that again? In that movie, Magic Mike, is that the only nudity? Well, it was more, remember, it was like Channing Tatum, Matthew McConaughey. Olivia Munn was one of the main females, but Riley Keough was in it. Um, but it was about the dudes. It wasn't really about Oh, gotcha. Well, a guy yeah, can dream, yeah. can he? Now, Torg uh, gave me my little list here, and I never thought I'd be asking Mr. Skin about Princess Di. What the hell? Well, yeah, The Crown uh, returned to Netflix for its two-part final season, and um, it's, a, it's a very well-done Netflix show. It's about the history of the monarchy dating all the way back to... Um, uh, Queen Elizabeth's reign, you know, how her as a young uh, girl growing up to be um, the queen. But then now they're in this this final thing where they're dealing with all the Princess Di stuff in the 90s and um, in the 80s and 90s. And um, the the actress who's playing Princess Diana is named Elizabeth DeBecky. And um, she isn't nude in The Crown, but... She's done some amazing nudity because she's a European actress, of course. Uh, she's um, been in a movie called uh, The Burnt Orange uh, Hearsay from 2020 and also a movie called Widows from 2018, both great nudes. So if you're watching The Crown, and I recommend you do if you haven't seen it, it's really good. It's very well acted, very well written, especially written. Um, uh, and it does have occasional nude scenes, not a ton. But um, anyway, she's done great nudity, and she plays Princess Di, and she's a big feature in this uh, two-part final. Oh, okay. All right, boy, an old-school name I'm going to throw out here, Ginger Lynn. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you guys who completely stay away from the porn world would even have known this <laughs> name. But, well, um, no, she was, you remember, Playboy was a big thing, but she was Penthouse. In the day. That's what put her on the map was that spread she did, dare I say, in Penthouse. <laughs> well, it's funny because she's going to be 61 next month. Wow. There's a new movie out, and it's like horrible, like you guys. I mean, I'm just, let me just get to the. It's called Murder Size. And it's a throwback. Back in there, there was this like era in the late 80s, early 90s where they did these horror movies that were exercise-themed. I don't know if you remember, like, Killer Workout, uh, Death Spa in 1989, Body Melt in 1993. So they brought in these older uh, scream queens like Kansas Bowling, Jessica Flux, Nina Lene Kent, and then they brought in Ginger Lynn Allen, and it's weird because, like I said, she's going to be 61 next month. She's topless. Not that that's a big deal for someone who's done was a queen of the porn world. I know, yeah. but are they are they they kind of sagging like uh, like two weights in a balloon? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But hey, it's pretty cool. But remember, she was uh, Charlie Sheen's main squeeze in the early '90s, so she's kind of famous. 
Um, but if you're if you know anything about porn, you've obviously heard her name. But this new movie, Murder Size, it just caught my attention. Like, wow, Ginger Lynn Allen is back. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Okay. Maybe yeah. she resurrects her career. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Ginger. It was such a great career. But yeah. We only hope. But uh, also, I wanted to mention to you guys. Um, you know that Oppenheimer movie? Obviously, was a big movie this year, and. They just released it in 4K, and I've talked to you about the Florence Pugh nudity, which is awesome, but what's interesting is Christopher Nolan films these things for IMAX, which is insane resolution, so um, uh, typical cinema is just like 2K resolution, and this, uh, the stuff that just came out is 4K, so um, it's like, the. It, it, let's put it this way, when I started MrSkin.com, in 99 i was getting captures from videotape and like it was i mean it was cool and innovative to see this on the internet but it was kind of grainy and like whatever yeah this nudity from oppenheimer in 4k especially because he he did the uh, uh he did the imax uh filming it's so crystal clear it's like you're, it's almost like um i don't know it's, it's just like it's it's just really cool i can't imagine like what would what is the next frontier? Because I don't know how much clearer you could get. Like, you'd actually be in the picture. I don't know. I don't know what else they could do. You got to go in the theater wearing a raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> Nudity on IMAX. No yeah, thanks. I, I'm telling you, man. It's awesome. Climb anyway, in. Yeah, oh, that's anyway, great. that's out. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, the site's MrSkin.com. Skin, thanks so much, my man. You got it. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys. You Take too. Care. You too, man.